Hey you guys, it's Beloved Jess and thanks for tuning in to my podcast, Listening to Jazz, where I talk about life, lessons, and love. So yes, if this is your first time tuning in to my podcast, I want to say welcome and thank you for tuning in. And if you are a continuous follower, listener, I love you for your loyalty and thank you. So today I want to talk about singleness and this is another topic y'all that I'm so passionate about. I feel like every, this is why I'm so grateful that I chose to do a podcast over a um, YouTube channel because I'm, anything I talk about, I feel like I can feel it bursting out of my stomach and going up into my mouth and I'm just ready to share it and I don't have to worry about a backdrop of, you know, getting, cause (laughs) y'all, I tried to record a promo video and it took me hours trying to make sure my hair was straight, my eyes weren't puffy, my eyelashes were, that was just too much y'all, but I just love getting just recording on my phone in my intimate space. So I'm I'm laying down on the bed recording and I love it. So yes, I want to thank you guys for tuning in to me uh using my pa- platform to talk about passionate topics. Like I love listening to jazz. So thank y'all for listening to me while I'm recording today. So as I said before, this episode is about singleness. Yes, singleness. And I want to talk about, I I really on my Facebook, y'all, if y'all don't uh, follow me or uh, we're not friends on Facebook, type in Beloved Jasmine on Facebook and find me because I use, um, I'm not really, I don't do it as much, but I used to do a singleness post, you know, and that's just anything about your, but your single, your singleness season or your single season. And most of the things that I've birthed, like most, my book, my podcast, everything, even what I'm, I'm right now single, but everything I've done up to this point, I've done it as a single woman and I love it. It's given me time. My single season has given me time to really focus on me and my purpose and my things that I want to do in life. I've gotten to really think about my career path that I want to go. Like I've taken me to the next level in my season, single season. And that's, uh, that's why I'm so passionate about every woman having that time to be to yourself. It's not about, Oh, I got to get, get myself right. So I can get a man like, no, I wanted to get me right so I can get my life right. So I can get me right for everything else in my life. And a man was not one of the, like, of course I did, you know, like relationship preparation for myself, like make sure I'm healed from past traumas. But whatever I did in my single season, I made sure that it was going to set me up for life because I know eventually I'll be married again and in relationships, but I wanted to take advantage of that time that I had alone. Um, So yes, yeah. So today I want to talk about singleness as a single woman compared to a single mother. And I think this topic is, it's, 
like I I think I saw Derek Jackson he talked about how like you, uh, if you're not ready for a single woman don't even waste her time you know because you know and it's it's uh, it's that mindset too like um in the dating game like if a woman has kids she's not to be played with you don't play with them a single mother's child or time because she's not going to even give you the time to waste cuz she's got kids to tend to and you know she's working and you know and i i as a single woman without kids i've def- definitely taken that offensive because i've done a lot of birthing as a single um a single woman without any kids and i feel like we single women who don't have kids we can take our single like our single status just as as serious as any other single mother or whatever and this is not about you know this is definitely not a debate about who is a better woman a single woman with no kids versus a single woman with kids you know this is not up for debate i think but i want every single woman to know that no matter if you have kids or not you still have purpose you still have something to live for like cuz i always like I've always like gotten felt like just because I didn't have anyone else, you know, looking up to me that I didn't have to take who I was dating as serious. And I'm like, hell no, I don't have any kids, but I'd be damned if I had a little one and I had to like, that's even more pressure. But my life is still serious and people are looking up to me with, and I don't even have any kids, but I'm setting an example for when I do have kids, you know, but, um, but also too, I've also, me as a single woman, I've definitely had single parent tendencies. Like I've dated men who were my child in a sense instead of my partner I had to parent them and help them grow up and grow as a man and you know instead of just being their partner and I feel like that's where the you know like okay a single mother a single mother with already actual kids they don't have time to play but a woman with no kids they might have time to parent a grown man but even like even with me I've learned it took me it took me some time to learn what type of woman I wanted to be. And that's what my single period allowed me to do. Like, not just think about who I wanted to be as a wife or a mother, but who I wanted to be as a single woman dating. Like, I I had the choice to say, do I want to be a single woman who parents her, her men or be a partner to her men? And I think God really was like... <laughs> He, I had one last test to say, I'm not ever going to parent a grown man ever again. And that was the last guy that I um, kind of dated. And I felt like I was definitely having, having to do a lot of parenting versus partnering um, with him. And that was a choice that I said, I don't care. Like, I will never have to do that again. I don't want to do that again. I want someone who wants to be a man to me instead of me having to make him into a man. And I, that's what I love about, you know, my time alone. It it allowed me that choice because a lot of women, they don't get that choice. They go from relationship to relationship and they don't get a chance to say, okay, 
who do I want to be now? Like, I, this is who I was. This is who I am today. But who do I want to be? And that's what I did as a single woman. And I have a little bit of advice about how you can go from being a single parent, in a sense, as, as far as dating, to a, a woman who is seeking a, a partner to be a partner so she can get a real partner back in return. And... um this first kind of tip is like, what type of woman are you preparing to be? I told you guys that I, as a single, you know, in my single season, I got to think about who I'm, who I'm striving to be. Um, so I asked you guys, are you preparing to be a partner or a parent? And with that, it means when you are looking to date, what type of qualities are you looking for I know like I know for a fact that any woman we're not I mean I don't know about you guys but me I wasn't looking for a finished product but I was looking for a man who had values I didn't have to teach him between right and wrong and lies versus truth I didn't want to have to treat I didn't want to have to teach him the basics and that's where I was like I'm preparing because I know what I want And I know what I'm looking for. And then the way that you can prepare to whatever woman that you want to be is by just knowing who you are as a person. And and I say that to say, like, because most of the time we don't even realize that we're we're one way until we keep getting the wrong thing that we, you know, and that might be a little confusing. But what I mean by this is that. I didn't realize that I was a parent dating, you know, I would in in my relationships. I didn't realize that until I continued to get men who were not what I desired. I wanted a man who could stand on his own two feet and I, you know, and I was the type of woman that I I allowed a man to not work or, you know, like you know, they could do something and I would forgive them or, you know, like there were things that I did that prepared me for that role. So, but I, the first step was recognizing that I had to recognize it's not about who was coming into my life. It was about who I was accepting. And I was accepting the men that they didn't have a good relationship with their own parents and they didn't know how to be a man for themselves or their kids or, you know, they were trying to get themselves together, but they wanted me to help, you know, do everything for them. And, you know, I was even dealing with a guy who didn't even like know how to drive a car, you know, and I just like that was more frustrating. But I had to, like, once I recognized it, I had to prepare who I wanted to be. Like, I wanted to be a partner. So I had to start making healthier decisions. I had to start using boundaries. I had to start saying no. I had to start being picky. Like, I really had to start saying, like, no, you don't have this, so I don't want to date you. You know, so that's how I started preparing to be a partner instead of my same parental style role that I played in my relationships. And then I had to, I really had to declare what I wanted, like what my own non-negotiable negotiables were, because literally, literally you can have 
Like, you can have non-negotiables for someone else, but I had to have my own, like, boundaries. I had to say, Jasmine, this man does not have a job, so you are not going to give him money because he will not pay you. Like, I had to talk to myself. I had to parent myself and tell myself, like, we're not going to help him. We're not going to date this guy. who Like, I had to tell myself what I'm not going to do and what I'm not going to deal with and what I'm not going to tolerate. And that helped me because it helped me to like, it helped me to know that I have my own back. I can trust myself when I say I don't want to do something and I don't have to deal with that. And that helped me to make better decisions. It helped me to trust myself. It helped me to really, um, you know, follow my instincts and my intuition. It helped me. So I'll say too, have your, you can have non-negotiables for what somebody else can do and they're gone, but you have to have those same non-negotiables for yourself. Like what are some set things that you are not going to do as a woman uh, for someone else, you know, to break your own deals? Because we, you know, we can, we can say all day, I'm not going to do this, but what when we get a relationship or someone who's in that position, are you really going to say no? Are you going to be like a pushover or a doormat or someone who's passive aggressive and doesn't have a voice and say, you know, so I really had to have that talk with myself and be, be, um, and come through for me. So yeah. And then I want to say too, like pay attention to the energy that you give off because they're like, I have to say this men, they, we give them, we don't give them enough credit. They are smart. They are intelligent. I've met a lot of intelligent grown boys. They are some manipulators, some not even in a bad way, but they're survivors. They, they know how to sniff out the weak ones, to smell out the desperate ones, to, you know, and um you have to pay attention because we don't we don't even realize sometimes we can give off that energy that that lets a man know okay I can get over on her or she, I can get away with this and she ain't going nowhere you know and that's based off of the energy that we we give off and that can be like just having loose boundaries or falling in love too quickly or you know, just not having those standards for yourself, you know, um, because men can smell out the ones that don't care about themselves, the women that have low self-esteem, that don't value um, their own lives, you know. And one thing, one grand decision that I made between being a partner and a parent was because I value my own life. I know what I want from my life. I want someone who's a provider that has the same values as I do. I wanted that. And I I wasn't going to be the one to stop that from happening, you know, and I wasn't going to let someone else stop that. So I have to pay attention to the energy that I give off, you know, because we can say a lot with our words and our mouths and you know all that but our energy that can play a you know that can have a huge impact too um and that can when I say energy I mean like how do you how do you show up in a room are you the one that's like I need a man I want a man I ain't stopping till I get one are you the one that's like I I mean I want one 
but I can wait. And I know I got stuff to do in the meantime, but I know he's coming, you know, like that confidence that that you know you're going to get what you want and you don't have to sniff out and be desperate to get one. So, yeah, that was. And then, too, I said, are you giving off partnership vibes or parenthood vibes? (laughs) And I say that because we can we can give off those parenthood vibes without even paying attention. Like, you know, if a guy's like, oh, I want to take you out on a date and we're the ones that are reaching in our purses and our pockets before the man gets in a chance to even get handed a check, then that's giving off parenthood vibes like that. I, I will never forget how my ex husband he he wanted to test me he wanted to see what type of woman I would be and he we went out on a date and I was I was one of those women that reached down in my purse and I paid for the meal because but you know I wanted to prove to him that I was this woman that wasn't out for his money and all that but it's like no as I want I like I looking back on that I should have operated differently but now that I know I'm like no I don't care like I don't care what the man thinks about me he's gonna I'm gonna allow him to be a man and pay for the first meal at least you know I'm not even gonna budge when it comes to reach you know for paying for the food not because I don't have the money to pay for it but just because I'm you're here to provide for me. You're here because you pursued me. So you ought to, you know, just switching up the vibes, you know. Um, And if he doesn't reach down to pay for it, well, he'll be washing dishes. Here's my half of my meal. Good day, you know. I think that's partnership vibes. Cause I think as women, we do so much to prove to someone else that we're ride or dies we're here to the end and all that. And it's like, I can be here without having to prove it. I don't have to say a million times or show you a gazillion ways that I'm a different type of woman. Now, if you don't want to wait to see, then that's on you, but you don't have to prove it. I think when the, how we can also go into parenthood mode is because you know how it is like with, with kids, they don't try like, kids are at that fragile stage where they don't like they sometimes trust their parents but you know like there gets to a point where you know the parent has to come through and all that I don't have to do that I don't have to prove anything to anybody I don't have to say you know what you're dating me and I want to prove to you that I'm a good girl I'm a nice I don't have to do that I'm not you're not my child you don't have to stick around if you feel like I'm not that type of woman I've loved y'all I've got I grow I grew a, a pair of pearls I won't say balls but I gained I grew a pair of pearls over the years because I used to be in proven mode I used to prove things to people especially men that I was just you know I'm I'm a good parent I can take care of no I'm not doing none of that no more so yeah and then uh I already said I, you know, know what you're looking for too, but I think as a single woman, just because you don't have, and this is for the women who don't have kids, if you don't have kids, don't feel like you don't have any, anything, you know, to be, 
you know how um as a single woman i don't want my i don't want my kids to meet you too soon or you know that's that's how we got to be with our hearts we got to be that same overprotective as single women are with our kids as we are with our own hearts with our minds our purposes like I don't want you to meet my heart before it's too soon. You know, you I don't have any kids, but you're not coming. You're not playing with my heart before the time is right. You're not doing. We have to have those same single mother standards um, that we do with our purposes, our minds, our bodies, our hearts, and all that as single women do with our kids. And I value that. I really, that's something that I've always like, dang, I, I don't have anybody to, you know, stop a man from coming over too soon or falling in love too quickly. But I do. I have a heart that is valuable. I have a purpose that's valuable. I have a destiny that's valuable. And I can't let every man see that. I can't let every man see that because, you know, he may not be the one to be able to uh, reap off of my favor and all that. And I can't allow every man to meet that. So you do have you do have valuables as a single woman that that may not be a child and even if you do have children take them those kids and you know you have you have your kids that are valuable too but you also have your heart you also have your you know things other things outside of your kids that are just as valuable and you know so take that into consideration and then I just want to share this too with you guys. Um, I've always, I've always told myself because I felt like God told me, so I have to constantly remind myself, God didn't make me to be a single mother. And I, at first, I used to think like, dang, that's only for God saying, you know, saying that uh, I'm not, you know, I'm to be a wife. I'm not just to be a woman who has kids you know, and no husband or no man to, you know, that's where I thought that statement was from. But that's really a statement about my dating too. God didn't, he didn't make me to be someone's single parent and their mother and to raise them and to, uh, you know, take care of them when they're sick and down and out and broke. Uh, He didn't, he didn't, he didn't, have that calling for my life. He really didn't. And I think as a single woman, I definitely have to like remind myself when I get in those predicaments, like you are not my husband. You are not my assignment. You are not the man that God has called me to, you know, stick it out through thick and thin he didn't call me to do that for you not saying like I and that's so important too because you know how it is when uh, they say black women we can't be submissive it's like yes I can I can be submissive but I'm not going to do that to a grown boy I will to a grown man but I will not submit to somebody who doesn't even have their own car (laughs) I will not I will not do that so yes and I encourage every every woman to just pay attention to who you are as a woman and value what you have and value who you are because 
you when you know what you want, don't settle and think that you're not going to get it because I I can honestly say that I have honestly got what I've waited for and what I've wanted. It took a lot of men who weren't it to figure out what what it is that I want and what it is it for me. But I'm excited because this is the first time in my life I can honestly say that I am dating without having to use my parenting skills on a man. Ooh, that is so amazing to me because every when I look back on every relationship that I've had, I've had to do a lot of parenting like, don't do that. That hurts mommy's feelings <laughs> when you talk bad to me. Don't that's not nice when you cheat on mommy. Like I, that's how my relationship. I I felt like I couldn't even enjoy the relationship because I was so busy trying to teach them something, or teach them between right and wrong, and that's that is so exhausting. And I encourage every woman to get to a point where you don't have to do that, and you can be with a man who knows. Who knows his own values and know what knows what he wants, and he has you know things work going for him like a purpose he may have children he ha- he knows that things are bigger than he is, so he has to do right he has to treat you right, he has to earn you you know those that's so important, but I'm so excited y'all for this first little dating without using my parenting skills. I feel like, whoo, I get a break. I get a break. So, yes. So, yes. Thank y'all for listening. And I do want to end end this episode with uh, with a lesson of the day. And I was trying to figure out, I was trying to find one that fits uh, you know today where I'm talking about singleness and I found one perfect for today um so today's lesson is stop mistaking shared trauma for compatibility and this rocked my world I've heard it before but today it just hit me because I know it as a single woman um we look for like I look for compatibility and one of my my old compatibility um things were like has he gone through the same type of abuse or childhood that I experienced and like that 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 can't be your only connection to a man because what not because what I've learned is because not that you know sharing a connection to someone who didn't who shared kind of the same abuse and all that but that can be a clutch you know y'all are both using each other to heal but then what i learned too is when people experience abuse it changes who you are it literally remaps your mind and I have to realize most people who experience abuse and trauma, they their outcome isn't the way that mine's is. Like I honestly can say that I've healed and I still like it's I feel like this is speaking to my own life because the man that I dated in the past, we shared a connection that was based on our um childhood experiences. And I I just learned that 
I'm different from he is. Like our trauma, we experience the same abuse and we we are different map people. Like I'm the type of person I I'm open to love. I'm like so thirsty um you know to experience love, you know, real love. And you know, then him on the other hand when he feels love, he runs away and that you know that that to me says like not everybody's healed the same way I have and not everybody looks at the good things and they want not a lot of people want to experience love after trauma and you know all of that so yes that's my lesson of the day um don't look for shared trauma as compatibility because you know you can still find someone who didn't grow up or experience the same trauma y'all can have a beautiful life together so yeah that's my lesson of the day y'all and thank you for tuning in if you've listened to the entire episode thank you so much and I hope this blessed your ears today and I hope you take my lessons my words and use them apply them to your own life so yes remember be love be loved beloved jazz